you know what, these intros are getting pretty samey, it's time to switch it up. This one's for all my lovely Spanish-speaking Twoey fans out there. <gasps> Hola, señoras y señores. Bienvenidos de nuevo. This podcast ends with you episodio 10. I am very, very sorry. Shoutouts to the world ends with you, Spain. They were one of the ones who provided me with the translation. This is all their fault. But regardless, welcome back to episode 10. The last episode before the release of Neo, The World Ends With You, which was very exciting. We talk about a bunch of news, we talk about the new Famitsu article, and I actually give the chance for Mai to explain herself about the whole Joshua situation. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be fun to see her try to justify him for me. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have a brand new YouTube channel called Tapui Highlights where we will be uploading some segments of our podcast, as well as our reaction clips and everything that's basically not the main podcast episodes. We already have one video up there, which is my reactions to the Neo Tui demo. It's about 30 minutes long and it's heavily edited and it's a lot of fun. So please click on the annotation now or look in the description to watch that. And also follow our Tui Highlights channel. And now I would like to thank our Patreons, Kyle Turpie, Christina Ventesca, Dark Dude, Time Master Shipper, Shin Kojin, Zeta Slow, RSP, Willow, and Exilra. Ooh, I have definitely been doing these too long. And if you would like to ensure that I'm doing this for even longer, you can also support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month to get into our specials channel on Discord and talk to us directly. Amazing. Anyway, podcast episode. Now, watch, enjoy, or should I say, disfrutar. Again, I'm sorry to all the Spanish listeners. Yes, yes, whatever. Candy canes. Okay, you get it. You get it. You get it. We need some more candy canes. Where are the candy canes? I don't know. You get it. You get it. You get it. There are candy canes and stuff. Um, so as I, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by voice mod just not working. Um, welcome back to this podcast ends with you. Episode 10. 10 of these damn things. This is where... Um, this is where uh, Kooky Mr. Kooky Uncle Amadeus would uh, play his cheer sound effect, but uh, you know, that crackly thing on stream, that was voice mod messing everything up. So, you know, shout outs to voice mod and their mediocre product. Um, but yes, I, I believe my joke uh, was something to the effect of I now have 10 kids because every single episode that I put on is like a new child of mine. Um, but you know what? I think that's that doesn't have any healthy implications for me and who I am as a person. For I have no children. So you know what? We're gonna move over it. Um, before I dig this hole any deeper, I'm gonna introduce my, as always, my co-hosts in their elegance, their power, their grace. Osmaneku Myra Zed. Welcome back. Don't speak. Good all morning. The time. Good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Um, before any of you uh, smart Alex on uh, YouTube pointed out, yes, I know Maya's hovering. Um, it's mostly <laughs> from her joy that uh, I told her that she can actually talk about Joshua this episode. And she kind of, uh, she started levitating. It was, it was pretty, it's pretty kooky. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't think I could just be short. I mean, I'm the shortest one here anyway. You definitely are. Actually, how tall are you, Neku? <laughs> I'm IRL? five four. Uh, uh, I am 6'2". You're 6'2". I'm also 6'2". Yeah. yeah, I'm short. <laughs> I'm 5'4". We are gonna tower over you whenever we meet IRL. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> oh, no. It'll be great. Um, what, you know what else will be great? It'll be this episode of this podcast ends with you. Boom! 
Where are my air horns? I really miss my sound effects, but you know what? We're yeah. gonna have to learn to live without them. I'm uh, entering yourself up. We have an acoustic, a highly acoustic episode of this podcast. We have a highly, um, you know, uh, it's it's this episode's kind of being pulled together by rubber tape. Like it's it's not it's it's rubber it's tape. Kind of, it's it's. it's Welcome back to this podcast interview. What are we talking about today? <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about news. Okay, there's we have some serious things to talk about, boys and girls. This isn't this isn't your usual. Uh, this podcast is with you. Not only do we not have music, but we have very serious stuff to talk about, as opposed to what happened earlier today. Uh, we talk about our final thoughts because this is gonna be our last podcast before the release. Of Neo, the world ends with you because you know no one has access to that game yet. Never, nobody, nope, Mm-mm. nope, never absolutely happened. not. Nothing, nope. ha- nothing absolutely, happened today. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nope, 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 nope. Why would it happen? Why would why would it happen on the day that the podcast is supposed to go up? I that mm-hmm. sounds that's insane. Yeah, we don't jinx anything. Nope, no, 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 no. We never and, jinx anything ever. Do I have permission to like play this clip on stream? I kind of want to play this clip on stream for the benefit <laughs> of. It's uh, our clip. Why do you need permission? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I don't usually do this. Especially for my, for our, um, for, you know what, for our podcast listeners, you know, I, sometimes you're, if you're listening at work right now and you're, you're not doing work, you're just listening to my docile tones. First of all, I understand my voice is very distracting. Second of all, I'm going to narrate this video to you. Well, I'm going to narrate the bits that I need to narrate. All right. So here we go. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it raw. We're doing it live and direct. Here we go. I'm a, don't mess it up. Uh, don't show your DMS. Okay. Okay, is this is this working? It sure is. Okay. So I'm about to show you a clip that I posted on Twitter earlier today. Uh, that really, I feel, describes uh, the current situation. Uh, I'm going to say this with some cautious optimism. It's on June 21st of June, 2021. You know, I'm, I'm going to jinx us, you guys. That's how much faith I have in this podcast. I'm about to jinx us. This podcast ends with you. We don't have a ton of news this time around. Predicted the future. Now I know by saying that Square Enix are gonna scramble to like throw out, like release the game early or some shit, just to mess with my plans. And then there's multiple tweets about people getting early copies. Like I'm talking <laughs> ridiculous amounts of people uh, getting early copies they should not have gotten. It's come out with a demo. something. Mm-hmm. I guess we're the messiahs. I think. I guess what I'm trying to say here is we are the messiahs of uh, <laughs> the uh, the world ends with you community. You know, we um, aren't trying to be. <laughs> we are. We are open to palm readings. Um, how, what other psychic abilities? My what psychic abilities do you have? I can do palm readings. Mm. Do you have a crystal ball at home? Um, I have something of the sort. It's a glass ball with a flower in it. Does that work? I'm sure. You know that works for me. If it works for you. Because <laughs> clearly we are overflowing with magic. Um, so yeah, let's let's start off with that, shall we? I feel like that's a that's a good place to start off. Um, so for fear of real quick, I am actually going to mention this uh, here live. I don't usually mention this, but uh, anybody who's following on stream right now, if you're wondering why you can't chat, it's because none of y'all can be trusted. Uh, I love you. And thank you very much for the follow, and I hope you guys can comment in further episodes of uh, this podcast as with you. However, we are currently in Code Red Lockdown. I have left Twitter. Mai has left Twitter. Well, Mai hasn't left Twitter. I have, uh, I've had I, Twitter. I, semi. Twitter 
Uh, you, oh, you have? What have you done? My? I'm, I've semi left Twitter. I'm not really checking it. And I've okay. muted literally everything. <laughs> I, uh, Neku has, has been off Twitter. Um, so we've jinxed ourselves by saying that, uh, oh, wouldn't it be kooky if, if Square Enix screens the game early? Ho ho! Uh, and then, uh, that is exactly what happened. From what we can tell, uh, this is expert news reporting right here from uh, Amadeus underscore for the podcast. And can I do like a news anchor thing? Uh, give me a yeah, good go news ahead. anchor beat. Can you give me a good news anchor beat? Can you beat Bucks? Do, 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 do. This just in. Uh, Amadeus underscore from this podcast with you uh, here reporting that uh, due to logistical difficulties, logistical uh, malfunction. You can't say um on a news report. Run it again. Run it again. Run the beat again. I got this. Do, 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 do. Coming back to you live from Chicago, Illinois. This is Amadeus underscore reporting in for this podcast ended to you to report. Square Enix has had a major malfunction in its logistics. And people who have pre-recorded... Pre- shit. <laughs> Just finish the fucking bit. <laughs> people who have pre-ordered... People who have pre-ordered the Switch version of Neo The World Ends With You. The physical... I believe it's a physical version specifically. If you pre-ordered... Physical version the f- through the Square Enix store. Through the Square Enix store or also Amazon? Question mark? No. Um... No, Amazon, Amazon was patched okay. the second it was found. Okay. Uh, if you have been on either of those, uh, if you pre-ordered through, sorry, Square Enix Store, uh, you got an early code in case the physical copy did not come in time. The problem is that pre-order code arrived today for the people that ordered. And the other problem is that either Square Enix or Nintendo never put in the restriction that these codes cannot be redeemed until release day. So... If you found out about this early enough, and you were lucky enough, and you downloaded it and activated it before Nintendo patched it, so it doesn't work anymore, uh, you now have full access to the video game. Ten days before it's supposed to release. This is... pretty sloppy logistics. Like, really sloppy logistics. Like, I hate to come down pretty hard on Square Enix, but... This is kind of a really silly and weird mistake for a company of the caliber of Square Enix to make. Um, I'm not super happy about it, because the problem is we are now... Like, for example, I was planning to buy it on PS4. I know my was as well. And the problem is now there's people that have it early, and there's leaks all over Twitter, allegedly, and there's... The whole game has been data mined, and all kinds of crazy stuff is happening. It's not safe out here. It's not safe anymore. So it's uh, genuinely not. It's I'm so terrified. Yeah, you know. What you wanna... I, I'm when I'm scr- when I'm going through Twitter for just a second. I see. I, I'm like, is that a fan art? I'm like, no, never mind. I'm just gonna get off. <laughs> I'll scroll for yeah, two you, seconds. You I'm hit like, the no, wall fan art, and but... you went absolutely not. <laughs> Can you? Uh, you know. You know what? Since since you're in the the heart of the uh, event here, you're you're in the heart of battle. Uh, now reporting. Now moving over to our. Uh, uh, the, the, in the field. Osmaneku, what's the situation on Reddit? Hi, for those of you who are not on Reddit and don't know that I am the head mod of Reddit, by the way, please go support the Reddit. It's actually a lot of fun over there most of the time, except for today. There, uh... Maybe, maybe wait, though. It's a little chaos right now. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, some shady deals going on. There are people trying to buy copies off of people to play the game early. And, uh, I have been deleting threads left and right. It has not been fun. Yeah. 
It's 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 we have quite quite literally a the world ends with you black market has been created. <laughs> I thought is, we were gonna make that first, but nope. Yeah. <laughs> there goes our idea of pumping and dumping uh shiki coin. Damn it, we oh have another God. scandal on the field. We which they got in they got in there before shiki coin. You hate to see it. Like um, it just happened. I got nothing. Yeah, it's uh <sighs> it's a struggle. Uh I'm gonna say this, uh, lest uh, it not be obvious already. Don't do that. <laughs> don't if you have access to the game, play the game. I'm not asking anybody. Don't play that game. Do not leak it on Twitter. Do not put it on Twitter. Do not just have courtesy for the people that do not have access to the game yet. Again, this is something that we have been anticipating for 14 years. It's don't ruin it. Am I right, Mai, or am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people have been looking forward to this game. Don't be a dick and ruin it for them. If, if I had Please. a gun right now, I'd cock it. But I don't, so I won't. <laughs> I miss my like, gun. Like, please, just don't. It's not worth it. Oh, my God. Well, I really don't know what else to say. It's just not worth it. Please do not. Yeah. <sighs> well, yes. Uh, it's really unfortunate. Uh, however... We shall move on. That was my first. That was the first part of our announcements, as we had to report on that. Uh, real quick, I think now is a good time to uh, sort of talk about our potential plans for whenever Neo comes out for the podcast. Right now, the only the the one solid plan we have is that right now uh, the first episode that's going to be on the thirty first of this podcast ends with you. That's going to be the first episode after Neo comes out. Will be a non spoiler review of the game from the three of us, mm-hmm. uh, and that will not be recorded live. For reasons, but it will be streamed here on Twitch. But uh, and also it'll, it'll go up on all the places. But that is what the episode on thirty first will be. So even if you haven't gotten the game yet or haven't had time to play it, that's an episode you can still watch and enjoy. And then uh, there will be other things that will happen soon after that. Stay tuned. Very exciting stuff. Uh, but uh, since we've sort of already gotten on the topic, um. There's a couple things I want to talk about today. I want to talk about news at some point, because there is a couple of news, and there's a couple of... There's merch that we can't afford, but uh, we don't have the theme tune, so I guess I'm going to have to improvise. Uh, We also have, if you believe it, first time exclusive on this podcast, Ends With You. Uh, We have an exclusive reveal of the cover for the Twiwi zine, or the Twiwi zine, the... uh, the first ever uh, Twiwi magazine that's going to retell... It's a collaboration between 50 artists that's going to retell a story of the original game. And uh, we have this cover for that that we're going to reveal for you lovely people today. So uh, I hope you guys look forward to that. That's happening in a while. Uh, and uh, by the end of the podcast, we're also... I've um, I've made a terrible mistake in that uh, since the new game is coming out, I have granted n- my time... <laughs> To talk about Joshua and explain herself, essentially, and explain the. So I'm gonna go to just. Uh, I'm gonna go grab a ferret and I'm gonna disappear for like five minutes. Uh, uh, no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. Um, because before you fine. go, your ferret's okay for now. Right there, for now, my for ferret now. is fine. Uh, what? For, because for Holding now, my ferret at gunpoint. The first thing <laughs> I need to talk about is, um, you know, Neku. Before you go and grab your. Ferrets, lovingly. I want I you to talk about because because this is our last podcast before the release of Neo: The Ones with You. 
Neku, Ozma Neku, my friend and compadre, please talk to me about why Neo The World Ends With You is so, so important to you. You're, you're gonna make me cry on the podcast right now, ain't you? That's just gonna be That's your goal right now, ain't you? Content. We need it for the content, damn it. <laughs> no, no, we don't. Cry! No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouted. Um, just proof here that Ahmed's a bully. No. I, I, I respect my... I like my friends. All right? I fight for my friends. Uh, Tell them why you like Neo, damn it. <laughs> the, the biggest reason why I was really excited when they finally started hinting towards Neo being a thing is after being teased for 14 years, we finally got an answer. Square Enix... So holiest, the holier than thou Square Enix finally came down upon us and went, hey, it's time. And to be honest, because I've been waiting for 14 years for this story to return and hopefully like the original crew is here. I am super excited, super excited. And God, my brain just does not work. I cannot put into words how excited and happy I am that my favorite game of all time is finally getting the attention it deserves. I say it every episode. The game's finally getting attention. But just... Dude. <laughs> that's all I got. It's pretty crazy. It's, it's honestly... Yeah. I mean... You said, you, you said it yourself. Uh, you know what? My... Can you top that? Can you really bring <laughs> us the tear jerkers that we need for this content? I'll try my best. Um, as... People are aware I haven't been in the fandom since the beginning. I've only been here for a couple of years, but it was it was love at first sight um, with this game and finishing it. It like going like going through it and one hundred percent one hundred percenting it and the story really just I I really attached to it so quickly and it meant a lot to me. Um in a previous episode I said that it saved one of my longest friendships and so for it to finally get a sequel and just the attention it deserves, it just it just makes me extremely happy because this game means so much to me and for me to have more content is just fantastic and it deserves it. Beautiful <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, where to start, right, is the thing, like, if I were to begin talking about it. Um, for me, it's just, it comes down to the fact that I never thought this would happen, ever, in life. After, after like, Soul Remix, and Final Remix, I was like, alright. I was like, okay, Final Remix, if Final Remix does well, we might, potentially, they might think about making a sequel, right? That was kind of my mindset when Final Remix came out. And then I saw the thing at the end of Final Remix. I was like, all right, whatever. You know, it's 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 Nomura's up to his kooky tricks again, trying to uh, kooky Uncle Square Enix, trying to tease us with a carrot on the stick. I'm like, no. All right. You're not going to tell me that you're actually thinking about making a sequel. I was I was unconvinced. And then, you know, and then the anime happened and we're like, oh, Square Enix remembers. And then the new game happened, and it's just, it's insane. Like, I think more than just the fact that the game is coming out, the beautiful thing about this sequel coming out is 
seeing all of these toy fans come from far and wide and just rediscovering their love for this game and just getting involved in the community and hanging out, whether it's I see them here or whether I see them in like Paul Castro stream or in Toby Spain or in all these other communities that I see people hang out in. It's, it's just so lovely to see that. And I feel like this community will only grow bigger and bigger um, as, as Neo does well and hopefully will do well. And as time goes on, like, uh, like being a good game is one thing. I think what, what brings a game to my best, my favorite game of all time is that sense of community and how the ability for games like this to bring people together. And I think that's why the game is so as anticipated to me as it is, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's not how I feel about it. Um, by the way, if you guys wanted to hear what we just said, but, uh, more condensed into two minutes, um, Coming up, you know what, you wanna, you wanna, Nick, I know we didn't put this in the script, but you wanna talk to the people about what we're doing uh, for the last seven days leading up to Neo? So, I came up with an idea that kind of played with my own heart when I thought of it. I had the thought of, why don't we show people how much people care about Neo? And we picked four other people excluding ourselves and we are going to be posting all of our reactions or all of our thoughts under two minutes on the Twitter for seven days leading up to the drop of the game on the 27th. But Neku, is it just going to be you guys? You guys are boring. No, we have four guests that we hand selected. Ooh. Some of them yes, may surprise ooh. you. That's all I will say. Some of them may surprise you. Some of them may surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I'm editing this and I'm not telling Ahmed what I am doing. Uh oh. That's terrifying. <laughs> so, uh, moving on from that, uh, I think that's, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's easy to say that we're all super excited for the game. Um, it means a lot to us and it means a lot to the community. And, uh, you know, uh, I think I, uh, we all send the same path of, uh, just support the hell out of this game, guys. Like, this is, uh, our time is now. Our time is now as a community to just really go in and support the hell out of this. You know, uh, watch the podcast, watch all these other content creators, buy the game, talk about the game. Um, you know, pester your friends, pester your enemies. Like, just just really let's, let's spread the word about this game because, again, uh, obviously it comes down to as well how good the game is itself. But um, if we can spread that love as much as we can, I think that would be a great idea. And certainly... That is that is the hope of this podcast is that we can really spread and aggregate and develop this to what we love, and then make and then take advantage of it via merchandise. But that's not we're doing that yet. We're not doing that yet. We're not making the use that lovely. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I would never monetize your love, silly geese. Now now go support us on Patreon. Patreon.com/tpwy. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> what a that's smooth cool. shill. Wow. I actually <laughs> loved that. <It's... laughs> um. Moving right along, uh, we have news again, do 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 do. do. It's, it's okay. The the it's it's you okay, it's bud? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? While I'm composing myself, Neku, do you want to talk to people about uh, why we all looked at tickets to moving to Japan? Oh my God! Not again. Uh, <laughs> there is yet another Japanese exclusive event. But uh, 
This one's even worse. There is an AR game happening in Japan where you can fight noise and solve mysteries. I am so mad. <laughs> You'll have to see it. You'll, you'll, like, I can't really get any matter about this. I genuinely can't. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. Uh, don't worry about it. Oh, look at that. The tab appeared. Look at it. I love this art, by the way. I love this it's art. It's really good art. It is. It is extremely good. Um, yeah, they had live. They had live two D art in the trailer for this, and it's 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 really cool. I love live two D art where it just like kind of like moves around. It's really great. I don't remember. I didn't. I haven't been following this honestly. I haven't been looking at any of the puzzles. But what what are the puzzles like? Do you have you been following it all, Neku? Uh, I've been trying to read them, but they're actually a lot harder than the original Seven Days for the anime. Like they're actually difficult, in my opinion. At least for people that aren't Japanese and don't live in the city. Because some of them, like, they look like train rails. Some of them are, hey, what is this item? It's fairly complex, honestly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have been doing my best. I have been failing miserably. I'm not even attempting. <laughs> I tried no, to use I Google Lens. To, it did not work. I had to get a Japanese speaker friend to give me a hand with these because I just, <sighs> nope. It just ain't happening. Well, it's okay. Uh, we can learn to forgive uh, that. Um, but uh, oh, oh, but, dude! I think your ferret is escaping again. No, I get, I what, you little son of, get. I think come I, here, damn it! It's okay. All right, we're just gonna. Right. Do, we're just gonna yeah. Oh, god damn it! It's off. Okay, hold on. There we go. We're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna place him right there, right there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Now that uh, now that Neku is uh, busy for the next, um, you know, several hours wrestling with his um, ferret, uh, he can't he can't hear uh, using his delicate ears. He cannot hear us talk about sight lightly. <laughs> not even spoiler things. But we're gonna talk about the Famitsu uh, the article. blowing up. Uh, it's not right, Mai. Yeah, um, gonna... there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. Um, so. I could go through the Famitsu article, or we could go through the Famitsu article, but honestly, the Famitsu article is just a long-winded version of the press release. Uh, and mm -hmm. you know what? The press release, and, I, and it may be difficult for you to, to, to believe this, the press release is in English. So what? we're going to go through that one. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Uh, so we're going to go through the press release instead. But, but essentially, the Famitsu article, you can go read it yourself. Uh, it is essentially the same thing as in here. It's just a bit longer-winded. Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh, let's start here by talking about the story. I mean, uh, the, here's the thing about this particular press release, and I think you'll agree with me, Mai. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of coming at a bit of a weird time. I almost rather we didn't get this, which is yeah, a weird thing for me to say. I thought there wouldn't be anything else after they released the final trailer, but no, they put out more and it's kind of too much it's not spoiling like anything like story-wise to me at least um and a lot of it's all out of context so it doesn't make sense like i said i have no clue what's going on in this game even by looking at all the stuff that's been out uh but you know it's just like seeing designs of characters that you know you didn't know were gonna be back or um just like little moments that you're like oh what's the you just are wondering and start theorizing what's going on what's behind 
these images. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah it's it's I think it's a bit much. Uh, I think I don't think this is gonna sell anybody. Is the thing I think it's does a good job of getting people excited. Mm-hmm. But I think you're people are most are most already excited uh, already. But uh, you know uh, I will not look gifted to horse in the mouth. So uh, we're, we're gonna continue on here. Um, of course, uh, we did talk a little bit more about the story, which again is nothing that's too too different from what we've already sort of uh, theorized from the trailers and whatnot. You know, Shibuya's having a bit of a rough time. It looks like a bit of a rainy day there. You know, something about it <laughs> being bit. destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, something about Shinjuku Reaper's home was recently destroyed. They say they were on extreme makeover or something. I don't know. So it's, it's a weird story, mm-hmm. but only only time will tell. Uh, Coco. Yes. Um, she's back. She's back, uh, and her new design. Uh, in the only way I can describe it is the imperse- the embodiment of a white woman's Instagram. What with oh, the man. flower crown and pink hair? Look, I'ma just say it how it is. All right, people don't come here don't for PC see. opinions. She's not drinking coffee. Oh, you're right. You know, you know what? She's not holding a spice lot, a pumpkin spice latte. You're right. That what? You're right. I'm sorry. Um, she's so, just the embodiment of Harujuku, really. Uh, uh, sure, I know what that is. <laughs> What is that? It's a district. Oh, I see. Okay, yes. Of course, it's a district. How do you people not know that? Um, every girl who does as she oh, pleases, spending most of her Sorry time. Sorry that, That's that's okay, my. That's okay. Uh, those spirits are very yeah. loud. I'm, I can't believe that came over to your side. Every girl who does yeah. as she pleases, spending most of her time in Harakuju. Well, look, Harajuku. That's what I said, Harajuku. Uh huh. Uh, she has little interest in her reaperly duties. So even wandering outside of Shibuya, despite her delicate appearance, she is actually quite cunning, seeming others to help her get her way. Uh, but she remains deeply loyal to her friends. I don't know what gave us that inclination. I don't know cunning. <laughs> they're tricking you into doing her thing. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know where you get that one from, Squeenix. Um. Uh, she was with Neku and B from the certain post game. Ah, oh, what? I don't know about that. But like speaking about Coco here real quick, I do absolutely adore the redesign. Mm-hmm, me too. I My friend, uh, she just went through the World of You anime and so then I showed her like another day and I showed her a new day and she's like, I love this girl. I'm like, here's her new design in the next game. She's like, I love her. She's my profile picture now. And, you know, she always finds herself just loving these characters that have that cutesy look, but are actually assholes. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's not just her. Not just yeah. her. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yes, uh, I look forward to what Coco's role is. I think it'll be very interesting, uh, you know, considering um, what her role was before. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, things go on. Speaking of glow ups, look at my man Eiji Yoji. I don't think I was ever like attracted to him in the first game, but like now I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> That's it. One His month. new I, design. I, are, are you sure you're not just attracted to men with long hair? Actually, I don't like long hair on men. What? Mm-hmm. Can we? But uh, he's I, rocking it. 
I hate I hate to bring this up, but goddamn uh, <laughs> uh, gay guy number one from like uh, that movie from Promare that we watched yesterday. Or, or gay guy number two. Yes, What's his Leo. Name? Leo, yeah, you know, Leo from Promare. No, okay, there's a certain cutoff point, okay, for the hair, okay. But it's different when it comes to characters, especially animated characters. They get they cut they 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 rock it, okay. <laughs> sure. Also, I'm sorry for the Promare reference. I just watched it yesterday, and I'm still on awe. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in awe about what that movie was, but I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Uh, but yes, he's he's still out there effing, effing things, uh, which is, yes. you know, it's all good in my book. Iru. Uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, who is a popular streamer who charms his audience with his unique high-pitched voice. He only grew comfortable with his voice thanks to AGOG, however, and now hopes to collab... Uh, to, bleh, he only grew comfortable with his voice thanks to AGOG, however, and now hopes to collaborate with him someday. He's a gamer. Look at him. <laughs> Look at this gamer. You'll love to see it. Um, the whole... <laughs> the jacket just screams gamer. <laughs> that is that is a very gamer jacket, actually. You're yeah. right. <laughs> what a gamer. Just get, get, get him a uh, get him a Sonic... You, have you ever seen the Sonic Forces like gamer hat? Uh, no, I'm not. That's all. Look, if you know, you know. Give this <laughs> fool a a gamer hat from Sonic Forces, and 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 the look is complete. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting. Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, now, anybody, we all got catfished. Can I just talk about how every single fool that played the demo got catfished by Kendoy? Can we all talk about that? So I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil. Literally. I'm gonna spoil the tiniest thing about the demo because it's literally in the first ten minutes of the game. All right. In the first, oh, you've ten, been warned. You, you've been warned. Literally, this is the first thing you do in the game. You get you get the choice to either go to you know the the district where the ramen shop was and tell you to either go to the ramen shop or go to this new Indian place. Now, every toy player with a with a beating heart was like, "Oh man." I gotta check on my boy Ken Doi. I'm about to go get some ramen. Only to find out that he has actually been an Indian food fanatic this entire time. You hate to see it. We yeah, all I, got I felt, so yeah. catfished. Literally, I when that whole thing happened in game, I was like, no! My friend, like, she was just, like, doing her homework while I was playing, and she's like, what, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Man, but it's, yeah, it's fine. He's it's, fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> Ken Doi. Um, although he previously ran a ramen joint, a few twists and turns led him to shift his focus to curry. He's sorry. Uh, he is currently trying to rebrand by opening a new restaurant, Spicy Curry Don. Uh, <laughs> truly, there is no more loyalty and faith in this world. Well, at least Beat will be happy. He likes curry over ramen. True. <laughs> um, uh, and then we have like I don't think this should have been. I don't know about this page. I feel like this page didn't need to be here because I, I would rather these characters be surprised. But however, mm -hmm. uh, we shall move on because we have Ryoji, uh, who is uh, just in time. You know what, Mai? Uh, can you can you talk? Can you read us through his description while I go grab some water? 
All right. Yeah, so he is Shibuya's handyman who undertakes any task imaginable, from the unbelievably simple to the unspeakably seedy. Born with a strong sixth sense, he is deeply connected to the UG. I have no clue what this man is doing, um, but he's selling some pins, it looks like, and so uh, he's probably just some type of important shopkeeper. Um, it's very... Very interesting, all these supporting characters that they're bringing into the new game uh, that are shopkeepers. Because I'm used to it's just like shopkeepers just being, you know, shopkeepers. Um, but now they're getting a little bit more importance, which is cool. Uh, maybe that means we can actually have like friendly interactions with them instead of just becoming friends with them and reading their thoughts and them, you know, falling in love with us. You know, I never noticed that. I actually didn't notice like the rack of pins behind them. Hmm. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I never, I never noticed that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that's an excellent point. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he is. Uh, I mean, there's no point in really spec. I don't want to speculate too, too hard since the game is so close mm -hmm. to coming out. So I might as well just see yep. what, what it is in in uh, ten days. My God, it's gonna be coming out in ten days. I know. Hot diggity damn. Imprinting. Uh, it's it's that thing I've been doing in every podcast. But support us on Patreon. Ooh, this imprinting in IRL, except worse. You gotta have reverb on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't tease me. You know voice mod's not working. Uh, use imprinting to sway people's actions. While Rindo and the gang can directly interact with the denizens of Shibuya, they can imprint keywords in people's heads to change their minds and influence their actions. If you can't find a path forward, try getting someone else to forge a path for you. Because truly, that is what Japan is all about. Getting other people to hey, do Ahmed. shit for you. Yeah. Well, how, Ahmed, what? what's what's a meme? Uh I uh I think it's uh I think it's that thing, you know, with the bottom text and top text. And it has mm -hmm. a, a grumpy cat on it. And it's like <laughs> and he's like, I hate Mondays. Uh -huh. I think that's a meme. I think. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. Okay. I th I think I got So that. there are I'm no memes in this game? No, I think I took it in college. I'm pretty sure there are no memes. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, but yeah, you see some also some screenshots here about imprinting. Uh, they're too small to read. Uh, but, you know, uh, they're presumably about imprinting. And actually, yeah, you, you see, so you see scanning over here and you get keywords from that. So it's fairly similar to how they did it in the original game. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Nothing too too unusual here. Um, uh, going on here, we got side quests. Um, we love a good side quest. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, this. I mean, keep in mind, this is a this is a fifty hour game, and they're yeah. saying that it's it's a hundred hour if you do everything. So I presume that added time is coming from side quests. Mm -hmm. Which. There were a few side quests, like particularly if you're going back and doing the secret reports, right? I feel like that's where the bulk of the quote-unquote side questing in the original was. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like uh, side quests in this game are going to be a lot more... Um, what's the word to use? Engaging. Deep. Enthralling, even. <laughs> in Shibuya, you may also come across people who are facing problems or worries. While side quests aren't related to the mission posed in the Reapers game, you'll be able to earn various benefits through helping people you meet. Uh, depending on the situation, you may need to interact with, with the Reaper, with the Reapers or members of other teams. And when issue resolved, the social network is updated. You may be eligible to obtain a reward. 
So this seems to be um, linked with uh, the social network system, which it's pretty interesting because that system looked pretty integral to the game. So it's weird that they're linking it off to side quests. Because, you know, like it's some of it was pretty basic stuff, like like hell, like Fret's one was easy mode. Mm -hmm. So I assume that they're not exclusive to side quests and you're going to get some of them through just playing or the game. Maybe it's more that if you do all of them, you'll be super OP. Or that actually, that's a good point. Yeah, that could be the case. Mm -hmm. There's there's only one way to find out and that's waiting for 10 days. Also, mm -hmm. uh, um, Beanie Girl seems it's to be my, a, It's my girl. Yeah, she's... She's, she's a character. Awesome. I love her design. It's pretty good. Team Battles! Um, we, we, we already know this. Up uh, to six characters, though. <laughs> can we talk about is, that? Can we talk about um, that for a hot minute? Holy crap. Like, I had my suspicions, right? I had my suspicions that it would probably be six characters. But now it's confirmed that it's six characters and we can have six pins at a time and oh baby, am I excited. I am rubbing my hands, ready to dig into this video game. Six pins at a time. That's, that's, with how much, with this game's focus on synergy between pins in gameplay, like, God, I can't wait to try that stuff out when we have six pins to play with. See, I'm just laughing about the picture. Like, I wonder how many, like, how many screenshots they had to do to get the right picture to not show us the other three in yeah. the party. <laughs> Especially since they were like, they had to like, they had to keep out Nagi because they couldn't get a picture with just four of them in, which I think is pretty yeah. funny. Um, but yeah, God, I mean, I, I don't even know what pins could be happening in this picture. It's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, up to but six characters. I see, I see God. Go ahead. I see Gatonero and it's Mr. Mew looking cute. Yeah. Um, up to six characters can join the fray at one time. Even if you press buttons randomly, you'll still be able to experience flashy and exhilarating battles with Psyche flying all over the place. But of course, that's not the only way you can enjoy combat. Unleashing each Psyche is just the right moment will allow you to string together slick combos and tap into a whole new level of strategy. Skillfully align your entire party to topple your foes in battle. And I think this is an interesting point, right? Um, mm -hmm. If you guys don't know, me and my are total opposites in that I am the sweatiest fighting game player, action game player, try hard, will try to like frame perfect <laughs> combos in a video game. And my and is here I'm for the here story. to button mash. I'm <laughs> button mash. <laughs> yeah. I just want to eat the story. <laughs> so. Uh, it's interesting that uh, it's the game is trying to cater to both those things, and honestly, from the demo, it's doing it pretty well uh, in terms of catering to those two types of styles. Like, definitely, like the drop the beat system is going to be where I think a lot of the intricacy will come into it for higher level players. But again, it just seems like you just kind of mash buttons, and it, it seems to work just fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and even though I'm just a button masher, like I did find myself in the demo trying to do combos because I was like. I gotta just see. I was like, "Ooh, this is kind of fun." Yeah. So maybe I'm being turned over to the dark side, but yes. probably not too much. <laughs> We're gonna have you entering fighting game tournaments in no time. Gonna be a uh, pro at Dota, I... <laughs> at StarCraft. You're gonna be in the Overwatch League in no oh, time. Oh God, flat. help me! Oh no, I'm already in Overwatch. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
uh, team battles. Uh, combat will begin shortly after you come into contact with the noise symbol. You can start to gather several encounters by touching multiple noise in, in short succession. Um, uh, there are more battles in, uh, in a chain. The higher uh, item drop rate, which can earn you more pins. Beware, though, the longer the chain, the stronger the enemies will come as you proceed. Uh, so this is chain battles, uh, or reduction battles from the original. Uh, which is fairly self-explanatory. I don't think we need to explain it too, too, uh, for too, too long, but I will explain it real quick. Basically, uh, this what is new here is that you get this ability right off the bat in the game. Like, from 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 and minute zero, you can chain up to five battles, which is cool. And it's so nice. It's so nice. It's really nice. Um, the way reduction battles work is that if you chain more battles together, your health carries over, and it, it multiplies your drop rate. So... If you uh, group a lot of fights together, the fights get a lot harder, and you're in them for a lot longer, but you also get way, way more rewards for completing them. You get more uh, pinpoints, you get more chance of getting rarer stuff. It's a really nice, uh, it's a really cool uh, risk and reward system, which I think this, I think the ones with you, General, has some of the best difficulty and risk and reward systems in any game, personally. Yeah, this the whole system is just something I've never seen before. And it's mm -hmm. just so unique, and I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, by unlocking rewards on the social network, you can also increase the number of chain battles. So, yeah, like like how I mentioned, this kind of supports my theory of this uh, social network stuff is going to replace the sticker system in the original. You can increase the number of chain battles you can do by working through the social network, which is awesome. Um... Uh... Now, continuing on here, uh, we have our uh, lovable friends, uh, the pig noise. Uh, I really hope some of them are hard as balls. I really hope some of these are really difficult because I feel like that would be funny. <laughs> they, have uh, their own, they have their own UI this time around, which is really cool. I know, it's adorable. Yeah. I, I, I love the pig noise. Those little, those little, little guys are so difficult, but I love them. They're great. Um,. You want to read this real quick while I go grab some more water? Mm -hmm. Among the enemies you'll face, some will prove rather tricky to take down, splitting themselves in two or going temporarily invisible. The pignoids are among the trickiest of these foes. Each type requires a different strategy, but poaching these pigs will earn you a handsome reward. Uh, yeah, I, I poaching these crown. pigs? Yeah, it's in poaching. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you gotta hunt them. <laughs> Goddamn, okay. Relax. <laughs> Some pig noise are easy to defeat, while others are only susceptible to psychs of a certain affinity or only vulnerable under specific conditions. Pig noise will flee from battle if you don't defeat them with before the time runs out. So quickly uncovering the weakness is key. Um, I do like and that. that is, yeah, I do like the fact that there's like there's actually a timer to it now, as opposed to just whenever mm -hmm. they get off the screen. Yeah. Uh, pins. Uh, obviously, a brand new feature and theme to the world ends with you. Uh, very innovative of them to finally bring pins into the game. I always thought it was wow. a great idea. Um, yeah, yeah. So sick of those cards we were using. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> that a really weird Yu-Gi-Oh thing going in the previous game. It's really good that they switched it to pins this time. Um, make full use of special psychs. Uh, I think we're taking a little too long on this. I'm not going to read all this. Uh, mm. But I think the main point here is that there are now... Well, actually, I will read this, actually, because I, I don't think I can explain it any better than the way it's put it. Amongst the side pins <laughs> that you'll discover, there are uber pins that boost incredible power as well as 
sets known as pin ensembles that activate special powers when equipped together. Uh, use them well and take your game to the next level. Uh, pin huh. ensembles can equip by any character. Some ensembles only require two pins for the effect to kick in, while others may require as many as six pins. Um, and then uber pins are too powerful to be wielded in great numbers, uh, but you can equip more uh, once you reap more rewards from your social network. Oh! If you couldn't tell, we are totally not blind to this. Oh, no, yeah, no, I read this. I'm <laughs> yeah, a professional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I skimmed this, but I didn't read it in this much yeah. depth. Um, yeah, so I guess Uber pins are like super powerful pins and you're only allowed to equip one at a time. So I guess it's going to be like, these are like the Angel and Reaper class pins, I guess. Mm, that's what I was about to say. Um, and then the pin ensembles are... You have two pins together, and then you do something together, which kind of mm -hmm. reminds me of the, like, you know, the Dark Planets, like, or the... Mm -hmm. uh, the Brainy Cap pin set. Yeah, the other ones, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool that they're mm -hmm. implementing that. Um, Evolution's uh, back, of course. Of course. But it seems like this time, I, uh, um, I think it might all be um, Battle PP, I hope, please. It seems that way. So it's weird, right? Because I don't think they're doing shutdown PP or anything like that. I I doubt they're doing that with the consoles that they're currently on. Mm -hmm. But even in the demo, there was a pin that you just couldn't evolve. I think that maybe it was just that you weren't supposed to have it until like later or like maybe it's some... I don't know how it would be a spoiler, but maybe it's just not put into the demo? Maybe. I don't know, but I saw that too. It's weird, but no, but it does say down there that some pins will only evolve under certain conditions. So mm. what I'm thinking is that it might be like you have to evolve. You have to like have another pin in your deck to evolve it or something like that. Like you another pin has to be present maybe. or something like that. I don't know. Or maybe like if there's going to be materials again in this game, then maybe a little you will need like materials or something. Maybe actually. Yeah. Huh. Well. The world may never know, except for in 10 days when the game comes out. Um, <laughs> I mean, these are just, yeah, you know, these are some different types of pins. I don't think we have to, like, go too, too, too deeply. Just play the game. Yeah. Just play the game. All right. Yeah. Who cares? It's fine. There are pins in the game. Who would have, who could have seen it coming? There are, there are pins in the game. Absolutely insane. Uh, absolutely insane theory. Um. Do you I think, think I, uh, Neku, his ferrets are being good or not? Uh, I mean, either that or like, I mean, one of them won, right? Either the ferrets <laughs> won or Neku won. I, I, just, I, think, I think we should, uh, we should maybe see who the uh, who the victor of this battle is. You know, like I, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna send out a bad signal. You know what Neku's bad signal is? Uh, it's just like you know, you kind of uh, bring up Persona Five, and then he kind of <laughs> oh, just <no>. shows up. <laughs> 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 See, just like I said, I hit this card out of my way. It's it's. Are you okay, champ? Did they, did they scratch you? Oh, cardboard. It's. Oh, sorry. Um, I don't know how that got there. That's your markers. It's uh, no. no. No, they were scented. You use the scented markers. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, we're moving on. You know, I do. I do love. One thing, just to go off on a quick tangent, I do love just how how good our synergy has gotten over these podcasts. I love the fact that you can just like, you can just just tack onto jokes now, just like that. I love it. It makes me so happy. Um, but anyway, um, 
we don't have uh, voice mods, so uh, you know what, uh, Neku, I'm uh, I'm giving you the honor of introducing uh, our next segment. Am I doing the noises or am I screaming? No, no, no. You're 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 gonna be the you're gonna be the host for this one. Because I have to oh do sweet. Do, do you think? Actually, yeah, you should sing it. Just do it. Just do it. I got this. I got this. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Everybody, welcome oh, yes, to we merch go. we cannot afford slash access because there's shit we can't actually get to. Oh boy. And now we turn it over to your host Amadeus underscore, who has access to all of the links that I can't touch. It's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I, I shouldn't have used the kazoo like that. <laughs> Look, man, we got sued. All right, it's it's we got sued. Okay, it's fine. Uh, welcome back. Obviously, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you for the clapping. Thank you for clapping for me. I, I re no, really, please stop clapping, Guy guys. Stop clapping. No, stop. No, guy, please, please clap. <laughs> please clap. Please don't 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 mess me up on this. Come on, man. You got you got to be. Nope, you're good. Keep going. <sighs> yeah. So on this episode, on this <laughs> illustrious episode of, this is a special episode of Merch We Can't Afford, because we we now have Merch We Can't Afford or Access, so you know, growth. We're always looking for growth uh, here on- It gets uh, worse. <laughs> it gets worse, exactly. We have posters aplenty. We have toad bags galore. Hands, the hand bands? I got 20. But who cares? No big deal. Cause I don't live in Japan. <laughs> I'm using that later. Um, so so. Uh, the, the first section of merch we cannot afford. There is a poster, a tote bag, uh, phone straps, a bunch of different pins and uh, metal coins. You know, the things that U.S. never gets, even though the sickest looking things out there. Yeah. So these are... I, I I really should know these because like I should know this, but I'm I'm getting a little confused with how much stuff. Is this the ones that they're giving out at the cafe? No, I think so. Right? No, no. The these next one's the one they're doing at the cafe. Oh, yeah, I my believe bad. that this one is a raffle. Yeah, this is just raffle prizes. If you get first prize, you get like ninety centimeter by one hundred fifty centimeter, which I forget what how big that actually is, but it's like a full poster. Uh, second place is like the tote bag. Third place is the hand straps, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, hell yeah! What he said. Look at these pins. Look at these enamel pins. I love them. I, I love these things. These things are. Awesome. I really love enamel pins, guys. Mm -hmm. They're really good. Uh, also, I adore this poster. I love this it poster. It is great. It's it it's the best poster, and you can only get it in a raffle. You love to see it. Uh, it's okay. Just download the picture. I'm pretty sure that says grand prize, by the way. So that that's like a one of a kind thing. Thank you. Uh, what's what's the next part? The cafe. It's, oh, this is yeah. This is the cafe stuff. Uh, <laughs> so uh, those of you who lived in Japan before or ever, you probably remember that Square Enix had a Twiwi cafe uh, for a number of years. Like they swapped them between like Twiwi. Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, etc. Well, guess what? They're doing a Twiwi Cafe again. Yes, we do. I am so angry. My, I think mine and I had the same oh, goddamn yeah. idea. 
Mm-hmm. Like I planned out like one of my hospitality classes. I planned out a trip to Japan, and I I like planned it around Shibuya, Osaka, and Kyoto. And so I think it's the uh, Osaka cafe that I planned like made a day where I would go have breakfast at the cafe, and then I was like, I'm gonna do this when they put out a new game. I didn't expect it to be the next year. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, yeah, the pictures they have on file are from the 2018 cafe, and I'm pretty sure they announced this cafe for next month. Mm-hmm. You know, as if I had five grand to just drop and go to Japan. I don't even have just two vaccine doses to drop actually, and go over to Japan. Actually, if you look for good prices, you can find round trip for nine hundred dollars. Uh, I am six two, and American Airlines makes six inches of space. I am not <laughs> oh, flying economy. No. You know what? I feel you on that one, brother. I actually feel you on that. Dude, like, to tangent real quick, I literally have to start buying higher than economy tickets. I have to start going business class because I can't fit in the seats anymore. Oh, Oh, shit. I didn't know American was that bad. I hear no, bad when Flora and I had to go over to California for a family thing, I literally had an issue where I had to curl into my seat. Ouch. I could not fit my legs between the two seats. I thought Ryanair was bad. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's else? my very, very angry tangent. I hate American Airlines. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, I don't think you're the only one. I feel, I feel like I only hear negative stuff about American Airlines. Uh, At least they give us snacks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're all bad things that I can sweep under the rug for a sponsorship. Nod, nod, wink, wink. American Airlines. You know? <laughs> you know, just square, bring us to Japan for a week. I love it. Just let, just let, me, just let me go to the cafe, please. That's all you have to do. They have like they got they have goddamn seaweed with the cat symbol on it. What's not to love? I'll tell you what's not to love. This these slippers. Yeah, oh yeah, the video. What, I forgot about yeah. this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Square Enix is um highlighting all the Mr. Mew merch and I want it all. <laughs> yeah. It's all really good. You had to sing that to keep up with Ahmed's energy. <laughs> okay, man, I'm in a very singy mood. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how or why, considering everything that's happened today. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, dude, the, the energy don't stop. But uh, they are showing off basically everything. So they show off the mirror, throw a bunch of pins, showing off slipper. I do like those slippers. I just ragged on them for the sake they of the segue. Tails. But, but, no, but I actually really good. like all the Mr. Mew merch they've been putting out. All of it's really good. Yep. However, however, where is the Mr. Mew hoodie? <laughs> where is you the get, Mr. Mew hoodie? You'll, you'll get it. There's a hat for now. You'll get the hoodie. If we got Rindo's jacket, we can get a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Like they got it right. Buy the hoodie so fast. They 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 have to do a hoodie, right? Like I feel like they have it, to. Like I I thought Square Enix likes money. You know, <laughs> don't they like money? Because I can only hope money they again. like money. And they like money, and we like money, which is why we can't buy any of this, which is why I have to end another amazing episode of Merch We Can't Afford. <laughs> we did it. Another another amazing episode. No one no one has ever no one would ever who I, I mean, even I'm starstruck by how good that was, you know? I can't so, I can't wait for us to like start looking into music stuff for ourselves. We could have our own like merch jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Am I the only person who's actually been thinking about that? I swear to God. 
Yeah, no, I've been thinking about it too. There's a lot of stuff I want to improve uh, in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> but tell you something that doesn't need improvement is uh, this community and the stuff that it puts out because it always amazes me the quality at which this uh, community produces content. And uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, we have an exclusive preview at something that is of the utmost highest quality. Um, as you may know, there is currently a Twoey magazine that's being created and will be sold soon. I believe pre-orders start tomorrow on the 18th. Um, so my notes here say that uh, it's called the magazine is called Replay. And it is a fanzine. This is like a fan magazine dedicated to the world ends with you. And, and you know what? Before I say the next, the, the uh, rest of the description, I'm going to show you. Here we are, live and direct, for the first time ever, here on this podcast ends with you. Here is the cover for Replay, the Toy Magazine. Can I get a drum roll, please? I wish my mic could make noise. I think that's picking up. Boom. It is. There it is. Look, it is absolutely stunning. When I when that I first saw this, actually really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't expect this to look this good. It's it's ridiculously good. It is it is so so pretty. So what this is, uh, real quick, is that it has eighty eight colored pages that feature fifty artists and five writers who retell the events of the game with different interpretations. This is the original game. So these retell the events of the original The World Ends with You. Uh, Pre-orders will begin on the 18th of July, which is tomorrow, uh, and we we're offering different types of bundles with merchandise as well, uh, which are these bundles. So for uh, only 50 euros, because these these are Euro boys, these are European boys, Europe coming through. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, Europe. Uh, <laughs> unreasonable sleeping hours. Let's go. Um, <laughs> it is like 10 o'clock for you right now, isn't it? It's, it's, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> So uh, for the fifty dollar bundle, you can get the uh, zine or zine itself. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how this must be pronounced. You get a bookmark. You get all the merchandise, some digital goodies, and some other, and uh, some golds. I'm like, look at this. You get bookmarks. Get look at this. Look at all this pretty stuff. Look at this. Yeah, like mouse mats. Fan zines are mm -hmm. nuts. I haven't seen one go this far. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, if you don't have money for days. You can also get the third $5 bundle, which will come with a zine, bookmarks, two mini prints, a sticker sheet, two badges, uh, digital goods, and other goals. Um, I'm going to have to and, find some money. And of course, there is the <laughs> Reba bundle, which is $5 with two mini prints, uh, a sticker sheet, two acrylic keychains, two badges, a mouse pad, and other goals. Look at all this. Look at all this, man. And you can also get the $20 physical plus digital copy, so which gives you a physical version, a digital version. Bookmarks on the school. Man, like, just, just. There's even a 15 euro version. I can't make this up. I can't. We can't sell this any harder to you. You have $15 lying around. Just stop eating that Subway. Spend all this instead. Um, I just, because I assume you're eating a Subway. Um, you assume there are all the US people, you know, it's a European bundle. Sure. <laughs> uh, also, this is, is, is really. Oh my beautiful. God. Like, look at I this. I love man. it. That is fantastic. Look at this. But detail. no, like no joke. I I love fanzines. I usually look out for them because they're usually incredible quality. And the fact that we have a really high quality Tweewee one, it it's it warms my heart to know how talented this community is. Just in general. Mm -hmm. Look, at like this. look at that. Look, look at the at front of that zine. God, it is. 
yeah, it's not only just talented, but we also just have like such a dedicated uh, community as well. <laughs> Look at Josh's shit eating grain. <laughs> yeah, they brought it over. It's 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 it's, it's just as punchable. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Like no joke, this is some of the coolest things I have ever seen, and the fact that we were able to reveal it here is genuinely. It's heartwarming, is the way I'll describe it. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the good people at the replay, Twiwizine. I appreciate you giving me the, allowing us to the honor to uh, feature this and reveal this exclusively uh, at our uh, site. This will be revealed uh, fully on their Twitter page, which will be in the chat right now. Um, and you will be able to see that uh, tomorrow. And then all the details will be there for on how to order and all that good stuff. So uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. if you have some cash lying around, uh, please support this. This is, it's I, I'm kind of in disbelief at how much quality went into this. Mm-hmm. Because like, like I, I said, see, I'm gonna have to find some money again. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see this cover until yesterday when it was sent to me, and and by golly, um, I I don't know what to say about it. So yeah, uh, please go show them that hot support. Uh, also, if you were uh, a podcast listener and uh, you didn't get to see any of that, I'm, I apologize. But uh, however, we know. will link it in the description below on YouTube, and we'll put it in the description for the Spotify links as well, so you can click it and go to their Twitter and see all this beautiful stuff. Yeah, sure. Just give me more work. Why don't you, Neku? It's not like you upload <laughs> these on YouTube. Sure, it, it's not like I'm not trying to edit seven clips in like four mm. days. He is. He's. <laughs> he is doing that. No, I'm, not, I'm not. Oh God, he got me there. Now I look like a douchebag. Speaking of douchebags. Oh wow. <laughs> Speaking of douchebags, it's not my you know I what? I can't even be mad about the segue. That you know was what, my... an incredible segue. <laughs> Never do it again. It's 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 time it's time for you to talk about your boy. So here's the thing. Um we don't know whether um our boy Joshua. There's speculation, but we don't know yet for sure whether uh, my boy Joshua is going to be appearing in Neo. Please, we can't, please, we can't please, be please, certain please, yet. I hope. The um, chanting in the background is impressive. <laughs> and you know what? I may be a dictator, but I'm a fair dictator. I may be hungry with power and control all the time, but I'm prepared to like, you know, let go of some of that control to spotlight some people and some communities that are uh, not necessarily correct. But, you know, they're different. You know, you're you, you are. Believe it or not, you are entitled to your wrong opinions. Uh, <laughs> and in that in that spirit, in that vein, my I now invite you to, um, you know, uh, enlighten me. And because, you know, uh. Joshua, I feel like, is a pretty polarizing character. I feel like uh, he is, you know, I, f I feel like there's a, there can be a lot of powerful feelings and emotions that come from um, knowing who Joshua is and listening to him uh, throughout the game. So, I feel like uh, you, as a Joshua connoisseur, can shine a spotlight on this character and tell us a bit more about him, because, you know, I feel like he also deserves... Uh, I feel like he does add a lot to the game, and I feel like maybe we should explore a little bit of the deeper aspects of the character. Um, 
I feel like it is fair to say, though, spoiler warning for a 13-year-old mm -hmm. game, uh, because I can't imagine you're going to be able to do this without spoilers. Because you know, <laughs> because by also golly. just just saying, sliding in that uh, that comment about Joshua actually being important to the game, but right before that, you were like, hmm. <laughs> I feel like Ahmed is just stalling. Um, am I? Am I stalling? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to do this. Yeah, you're right though. I do. I don't want. I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm putting this off. To be honest with you, because I'm. I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> also, my. Are you done to talk about the secret reports? Um. Not exactly. Um, I think some of it ties in, but I'm more so. I don't think they're really in my explanation exactly. It's more explaining Joshua's mental health. All right. Well, you know what, my. Um, but I mean, it has some. The, stuff the, the, the floor is yours. I'm giving you the floor. Please feel free to talk about Joshua as much as you want. See, you're giving her the floor, <laughs> and then you're gonna walk out of the room. We're gonna plow some cardboard to put in your place. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't spoil the joke. All right, now I can't do that. God damn it, Neku. <laughs> anyway, so I think that I should first start with like a little disclaimer. Um, for okay. a lot of people, um, it's for Joshua. It's a lot of fanon, and so there for his character. While a lot of it has been just. You have to do a lot of research and a lot of analyzing, a lot of reading between the lines. And I love characters that make me think. And that's the big reason why I love Joshua a lot. Uh, but he makes me think, too. Not <laughs> but all, all the ways in which I can, you know, you know, kill. I'm, I'll, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll please continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my outburst. I'm sorry. Please continue. hold your comments from the peanut gallery, bud. Don't make me get the duct tape. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so with finding all this stuff about Joshua, making these conclusions, it's not something that everyone comes to the same conclusion at the end of the game. So, like I said, you, have to, you really have to be interested and do the research and have some, under, some understanding, especially of mental health. Uh, and, you know, it's not exactly all stated in the game because it is all just reading between the lines and connecting the dots. So that's just my little disclaimer. While all of this is, I'm going to act as though it is canon, it is more fanon than canon. However, that being said, I'm not the only one that's come to all these conclusions after a lot of piecing together and reading between the lines. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, so, so that's just a little disclaimer. Hmm? But when it comes to that disclaimer, why... Why do you think this is such a problem? Is it because he's too vague in the game? I think that the end of the game leaves it so anyone can have they can interpret it to the way that they want. So commonly when like even when I first finished the game, I was pissed off at Joshua. And but when Neku wakes up, I'm like confused. And so a lot of people at the end of the game just jump to the conclusion and just figure everything he said was a lie that he's just a murderer um and they don't really think about it and don't go further but um why it's a problem is because uh it can mess up some of the things within the plot because like in week two joshua's role was to teach neku and to protect neku and that's why he partnered up with him. But I know that some people had 
thought that he was going to go and challenge Megumi. But if you don't understand Joshua, you kind of got to understand that him and Megumi's relationship was very respectful. And there wasn't going to be a fight. Like, there's many reasons why there was that that was going to happen. And so it's just what bothers me about some like sometimes with when people make conclusions about Joshua is that they get something in the plot wrong that can't that isn't just because they got the character wrong because they didn't do the research, but it's more so that they didn't even bother to think about going back and looking at what he says during the game and looking at what he says in the game because many people that haven't even gone through the um analyzing um were like yeah that's he was not going to do that but so that that's where i get my whole situation on it uh so that's why i think it's important that you got to know it's important to know what's going on in Joshua's head because he's not just an evil dictator. So, first okay. of all... <laughs> okay, you, you go on, Nick, you go on. Uh, just first of all, you imagining you mad at Joshua is impossible. Just mm-hmm. period. You being Maybe. mad at Joshua does not... 2 plus 2 does not equal 4 here. I... <laughs> I can't be mad at Joshua anymore. Um, after I did all the analyzing, I was very understanding, actually. Uh, and it's because I can't be mad at someone when a lot of it just comes from the way that their brain is working, um, and the way that their, like, mental health comes into the case. Uh, and, like, in the case of Joshua, he, he grew up being able to see the UG. He didn't lie about that. Uh, and so he went through his entire like life before he died and he was very isolated. He did not have anyone to believe him. I mean, he was seeing these, these weird animals killing people and people getting erased in the streets. Imagine going to your, to your parents and saying that, and they're just going to be like, Oh, a little, that's not what you, what's happening. They're just like, so, honey, this is Florida. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so just for a, a while, he was just called crazy, and it made him just shut away his emotions, and I, it very much isolated him. So when he found Hanakoma, he was like, oh my god, I'm not crazy. Maybe in Hanakoma, he told him all about the UG, uh, and with that, he was like, well, maybe I don't belong in the, the real ground. Maybe I belong in the underground. So Joshua decides to kill himself and go to the UG. Uh, and that's what's not great I mean, for Hanakoma. It's mean, light, light, very light topic of conversation. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 it's, not, it's, all, it's also just not great that he did that. Because yeah. that's, a, yeah, it's a very tough subject. Uh, but when he, like the reason he went to the UG was because he thought that he belonged there but it's another reason where when and i know this firsthand experience when you go th- when you are depressed and you are being s- extremely isolated to for be, so long hmm? for for the sake of people who who just just to keep people on track this is before mm-hmm. he ever became composer yes okay mhm 
so I just want to make sure. That yes. <laughs> when you have those kind of like mental illnesses, um, you are being, you feel like, like well, for me in my case, I was always I felt like I was crazy for a while. Um, that the whole world was against me, and those kind of thoughts are very intrusive and they're very controlling. And so while you're making these decisions while you are depressed, your brain kind of is not, the depression is making the decisions for you, not so much yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the big reason why I can't get mad at Joshua is because I can't fault him for that because he's not completely in control. Uh, right. And also, so just to, mm -hmm. just to, note this because we are touching on the subject if you are feeling depressed and you feel like that you're not going through a good patch in your life please talk to people talk to your family talk to your friends try to mm -hmm. seek help because you don't want to end up in a horrible situation where you cannot undo a decision yeah exactly this is yeah like I'm actually, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I had to make that disclaimer. I, I know no, you're right. really out of nowhere but you're right no because yeah, I, I didn't realize we'd be touching on this to be honest with you I um, didn't think I uh, yeah but uh mm -hmm. no absolutely like it's 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 a permanent it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem like it's i wish i could mm -hmm. post links for every single place i know it's just gonna be hard with um with just you know our listeners being from so many different areas of the world but we will put we're trying to post the main ones um uh about and just yeah seek help if, if you are if you're having thoughts like mm -hmm. that but yes please continue mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so just those kind of thoughts um they make you feel powerless. And so Joshua wanted power because he, so when he found out about the composer, he was like, well, I'm going to go take that. And, you know, it's kind of a power trip, but, you know, it makes sense. He hasn't had any control over his life for so long. So when you are offered control, you want to take it. And so that's what he did. So he became the composer and he thought all of his problems were going to be solved. He's where he belongs. But... Um, he did not know how isolating the job was going to be. Becoming composer is not as great as you th is it as you think it's how going much, to be. How much do we know about him getting to that point? Like, how did he get there? Do you just, just ridiculous at Sykes or like? What do you know about that, that? That's that. That's why I want a Joshua backstory, like a light novel, just highlighting Joshua and Hanakoma because there's so much there and so much that we don't know. Like I would love to see Joshua's time in the game, um, but that just doesn't exist. So I don't know how his game went, but somehow he defeated the composer, <laughs> and right, okay. somehow yes. he killed God. He is <laughs> yes. the JRPG protagonist of the century. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he became God and now he's kind of regretting it because he went there because he thought he belonged, but as the role of the composer, it is, when you are the composer, you are directly tied to the city. So whatever the composer is feeling is reflected into the city. So therefore everything has to be natural when it comes to the composer so that means you, you can't really just have conversations with people you can't really have friends so he, hanakoma and him had to be distant and that was joshua's only friend and as the sake of um for as for megumi like he's 
the conductor, he can still like like there's interactions that they can have with Joshua, but they're very limited because mm-hmm. that would be influencing him, and that would not be natural course for the city. So he was even more isolated in the Yuji than when he was alive, and that sucked. Right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. Over time, it just got to a point where he was just feeling worse and worse and worse, and eventually he snaps. But because he's tied to the city, he all he's feeling is going into the city, and it's reflecting there. But the thing is, is that it's a city. It reflects back. So Joshua is seeing all these Uh-oh. terrible people, and he's like, this is because of me. But then on the other hand, you also have Megumi, who's just super respectful towards Joshua and says, oh, but you, you can do nothing wrong. You're the composer. You're, you're perfect. But Joshua knows it's, it's him. And so he, he comes to the decision to, again, kill himself. And so he tries to get erased. But he can't erase himself because... First off, Shibuya is his baby. It's his life's work. Um, he still cares for it. He, he doesn't trust any random stranger to take it. I mean, he took out Sho for numerous reasons, mostly plot, but also because Sho would be a terrible composer. No pod shots. All right. The, the, the only reason I have any sort of response to that, that is a no, is because Hanegoma picked show for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, that's, that's how I feel. I'll let, um, okay. So hold on. Can you elaborate on something though, real quick? Because there's something about that mm-hmm. I don't understand. When you were, when you said like, um, like the mood of the composer like affects Shibuya, like in what way? So like everything they're feeling. Um, so like oh, okay. at the end of the game, when uh, Megumi was telling Neku about like all these people in Shibuya, he was he mentioned envy, hate, fear, um, a lot of these emotions Joshua was feeling, and they reflected in the city, and they just kind of spread and made more negative emotions and more negative emotions, you know. Uh, and so it just that was just the kind of um, infect like influence that was spreading through, and he didn't want it to get spread to other districts. Because um, you know people travel between, uh, and so he was like, "I need this is a problem. It needs to be fixed." But I don't trust anyone with my city, so I'm just gonna have to erase it. Because okay. he wants to die, he wants to be erased. And he can't uh, do that unless Shibuya just gets erased. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. because yeah, he doesn't trust anyone to do it, so he just decides to erase it. That's why he decided to erase Shibuya, um, and it would also therefore kill him. So when Megumi talked to him about, but you can't do that. Um, this is the city I love. How about um, I try to fix it? And so, you know, because there is the respect between them, Joshua agrees and gives him a chance. Um, but Joshua is like planning to make sure that he goes away in the end because he's done. So he, then we get into Neku. Uh, Neku was picked for multiple reasons. One, because he is the worst person in Shibuya. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say the worst, but he's definitely the most isolated. Mm-hmm. Okay. But 
on that note as well, Joshua needed to pick someone to represent him. And I, I like to think that he picked Neku because they're extremely alike. Uh, and that's said within game by Neku and Joshua themselves. I mean, in the end of the game, Neku tells Joshua, I thought I, thought I finally found someone that I can relate to. Uh, so they are very alike, except Joshua didn't expect Neku to go through character development during week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so by week two, they were clashing in opinions, um, especially by the end of the week. So Joshua sees this growth within Neku and decides, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe he's not so bad. And so he starts changing his plan a little bit. So I think like he, he decides to pick Neku to be the composer and starts planning for him to kill him. So that means pissing Neku off. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, only pissing him <laughs> off, not, you know, planning to let the kid die. <laughs> um, I mean, because like, my big thing is that at the end of week two, Joshua pushes only Neku off of the roof and takes the bullet that is the form of show. <laughs> and he could have just jumped off with Neku. Was there, what was the, like there, if he did, if they both did jump off and they both made it to the, you know, the end of the game, there probably would have, there would have been conflicts with Megumi. Um, because, you know, that is Joshua in front of Megumi. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, but I also like to think that he wanted Neku to feel bad and feel guilty. And so when he, at the end of the game, sees Joshua, finds out about all these betrayals, that it would guarantee that Neku would be pissed off and felt betrayed enough to shoot him without a doubt. And so when Neku lowers his gun and doesn't, when he has every reason to, I mean, for crying out loud, day two of week one, he's choking out Shiki, someone who definitely does not deserve it. Right. And so when he lowers his gun, Joshua is shocked. And Neku did more than save, save Shibuya by lowering his gun. He also saved Joshua because Joshua was... He figured if this person can see some type of good in me, then maybe I am not so terrible. Maybe I deserve a second chance too. But mm. well, I, I do have a. Anyway. <laughs> I do have a. I do have a couple questions actually. Okay. Um, the first one is: What do you think of the theory that Josh chose to take the level I flare just to get away from Show until he had to come back during week three? I think that's also valid too. Like that that scene is confusing as well, but um I think that, like he decided to do that um just like he went to he went to a parallel universe. I don't know if that was his plan or if I think cuz he's just kind of hanging out and um he's taking a two week day. vacation. Yes. <laughs> Um, I think it's a very valid theory. Um, and like, like I said at the beginning of this, like, this is all like speculation and fan, and it's just how I interpret it. 
interpreted the end of the game. Um, for a lot of people, they interpreted the end of the game just as Neku changed Joshua's mind and showed him that people in Shibuya can still grow and develop into better people. That they're, they're not, there's no, that there's still hope for them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And the, the other half of the question is in the anime, which is considered canon, we're all mm -hmm. aware of this. When Neku doesn't shoot Josh, Josh looks disappointed. Yeah. How does that tie into your thoughts? Because Joshua wanted Neku to shoot him. So he was, you know, just I well, always thought that he'd be shocked. But Joshua doesn't wear his emotions on his face. He represses them. He wears a mask. Um, and so that's that his whole personality is just a mask and it's just his way of coping. Um, but so, yeah, he is disappointed because he thought that he was going to be shot and he wanted to die. And so it was I think that it would be amazing to see what happened. I mean, actually, we do see um, as Neku's dying, um, Joshua and Hanakuma appear and they are smiling. Uh so I like to think that that might mean that Joshua is starting to realize that maybe he's worth it. Hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I now get okay. it. <laughs> I actually get it a lot more than I thought I would. It kind of, it kind of, wow. it makes, his character actually makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah, no, for play. Like actually, now, do you little... like the character? Oh, oh <laughs> hell no. Fuck that guy. But, but, okay, but, make now, sure. but at least now I understand. Now I have a more, uh, I have a more profound understanding about why. No, I had a genuine no. concern for a second. You're about to tell me you were a Josh Stan. I was about to leave. Oh, no, hell no. Hell no. Like, I don't. Like, at least now, like, at least now I understand that, like, him being an asshole in the game was him actually trying to be an asshole and not just mm -hmm. like, that's just not just the way he is. Like, there's a there's a reason for it. Um. Mm -hmm. I actually yeah no there's a lot, like I didn't get any like any of the elements of him being lonely like that actually did not like I don't know how I didn't know about that I guess I didn't read the like secret reports closely enough. Well, um, like the, the thing, secret like, report I, does not talk about Joshua at all. It does not. It does not. Mm -hmm. so, where'd, you, where'd you get all this it, info it from? It literally, it's <laughs> the secret reports are focused on Hanekoma and his feelings and how Neku is affecting the world around him during the three weeks he's in the game. Hmm. That's the goal of the secret reports. It mm -hmm. doesn't teach you about Joshua because. Not there's some reason the creators didn't think Joshua needed explaining. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> or they want to keep him ambiguous. I don't know. Yeah. So, so, how do you know about all this stuff? Then this is all. Where's it all explained? It's just piecing it all together. It's not easy. Um, and I think like the big reason why I love Joshua so much is because I can relate to him and his mental health issues. And right. um, so I think just having that firsthand knowledge and being able to go back and be like, especially when you look and don't just dismiss everything he says in a week two as a lie. Because uh, like he did lie because he had to keep his role as composer a secret, but um, he didn't lie about his backstory. I mean, if, <laughs> in the anime, he says it to Neku first before Hanakoma makes opinions on, uh, makes comments on it, but... In the game, Hanakoma is the one that first tells Neku. And I trust Hanakoma far more than I trust Joshua. Uh, 
So for hearing it first from Hanakoma, who didn't have any reason, or Joshua didn't have any reason to make Hanakoma tell him that, um, it, mm. it's just I take it as truth. So it's just mm. piecing it all together. I will say, though, Hanakoma is a known liar. I don't trust him as far as I could throw him. Well, I'm, yeah, they're not, but neither of them are great. Hanakoma is a whole other topic. He. Oh, God. <laughs> I am not getting into that now. today. Yeah. I need a whole ass week to prepare that topic. Oh. I am not touching it. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, there's uh, many answers coming here. Well, I, I, I don't know if we'll have time to do. Actually, we will, like, later on. Definitely, we're going to do some more of these character studies on podcast, hopefully. Um,. Yeah, honestly, Ooh, that was a lot discussions more informative. Are an idea. Like, I actually, I, I get more of it now. It kind of irks me that none of this is, seems to be backed up by anything official. Like the one mm -hmm. thing that I can that kind of ticks me off that it might that a lot of this could be true is the uh, still feeling lonely line. It's from the the anime. Which, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's, that that's the only thing that you guys have to hold on to. Yeah, that's the that I'll talk about that now. Um, just real quick with the secret ending, like. He's still lonely. It's still in the, in the original game. He's frowning. He's unhappy, but he's going to keep moving forward and is deciding to live and try. Um, like, but I, so the thing that pisses me off the most about the anime is that they cut out Joshua's most important line, which is give up on yourself and you gave up on the world. And that's literally what happened to him is that he gave up on himself. So he gave up on Shibuya. And yeah. that's that is the most important line. And when you go through the game and you're taking his, a lot of what he says is truths and filtering out the lies. And when you hear him say that, it's just kind of like a eureka moment where you're like, oh my God, this is what ha this is something that's pertaining to him, not just Neku. Um, but back to the secret ending, like, this is when I get a little bit more biased in my opinions but oh boy i <laughs> all, this, all this wasn't biased okay this is not uh, this is all unbiased but this is oh, um <laughs> i extremely believe that joshua is frowning like am i like, actually the the game and animation both act back me up by saying oh but you're still lonely he's frowning while watching neku going to shibuya i'm um, sorry i'm going to hachiko with you know shiki beaten rhyme his and you know, he wants to, right. his friends and so neku's little monologue was an invitation for joshua to go and join them and joshua can't and he is not happy with that and so it's joshua is upset because he's finally found another friend but he's not allowed to go be friends with him yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. Yeah, I get that actually. Yeah. And then, then he's put this. Then he's put into denial with a new day, and um, you know, he's frowning when Coco shoots um, Neku, and you know. And his... now Neo is happening. Oh yep. God! Do we even want to talk about remake? That's a whole other conversation. We're not getting into that today. <laughs> no, no, no. It's gonna okay. take too long. <laughs> Like, I know people have been asking for us to talk about Final Remix and how we feel about it. We've been avoiding it on purpose. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Like, there's definitely like a whole conversation we can have about how <clears throat> how, it, how it links into all this. How mm -hmm. that links to all this. Um, especially like after. I feel like we'll, we'll feel like about talking about that about after after Neo is finished. Like, we're still kind of figuring out the structure mm -hmm. uh, in terms of mm -hmm. how the podcast is going to go after Neo. But 
let's just sort we'll be talking about Neo for a long time. So a lot of these, a lot of these um, sort of points about Neo will be discussed in in time, and it won't be immediate. Um, but that was that was, that was actually very insightful. Actually, I feel like I know a lot more about Joshua's character now. Thank you. He's still a bitch. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But now it's yeah. like as I, long as long as you are not switching sides, sure. that is all that I care about. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, show Minimoto. Come on, man. Like, can I just? The thing is, I don't like. It's weird. Like, it's gonna feel really dumb that after like oh, like what is like twenty minutes of telling me about how why Josh was so great that I'm gonna a five minute answer Half to what's work. I'm gonna have like a two minute answer <laughs> as to why I love show because. To be fair, you only have a couple of minutes. I mean, like, I'm, I mean, this is pretty amazing. We actually, we might actually have a podcast that's under two hours for once. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, now I'm holding it to. I'm now I'm holding you to it. It's amazing what you can do when you don't have two anime episodes to review every podcast, um, and a demo, and a trailer, and a final trailer, and oh. merch, and news, and okay, I'm gonna stop now. Yeah, please. Um, honestly, like my love for show is is like it's actually fairly recent. Uh, like I love Neko a lot. Obviously, I think everybody loves Neko. I think Neko's just like, like a a very like universally loved character. Um, I mean, I've heard, I've seen people say that his like transformation is a bit too on the nose, but I mean, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, like, leave leave it alone. Allow it. Allow it. All right. Um, the reason why I love Show is. First of all, like this, like Show is like such a good villain in my eyes. So such a good villain because he's like, first of all, there's there's questions around whether he's a villain in the first place. Because he was trying to get the role of composer for somebody who actively wanted to destroy Shibuya. And um, again, he's someone who Hanekoma trusted enough to help resurrect them. Like that, that to me means a lot. The fact that Hanekoma was like comfortable helping him be resurrected to a more powerful state. Which to me indicates that he actually does want to help Shibuya and make Shibuya better. Um, I love the fact that he's good at his job. That, that's one thing about Hanika, about uh, show to me. That is different to... It's certainly different to Higashizawa. It's certainly different to... Um, what's her name? Uh, Kunoichi. Or Kunoichi, sorry. <laughs> Um, You'll never be able to say it right. That's, 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 I got it in the end. Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> so, um, he, he he's good. He is good at his job. Not only was he like, if it was like that, like that uh, Infinity Blast that he did. Like, if it was anybody that wasn't Joshua, he would have died. They would have right been there. dead. Yeah, he would have been dead. Yeah, dead. not only not, not only would they have been dead, but but Show would have resurrected himself afterwards so it's not even like like that's the thing about show show is so good at what he does he's also calculated ha 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 math joke but he is calculated and what he does like keep in mind they would have never show would have never been found if it wasn't for um megumi twisting the rules like the last time i remind you week two that last mission was sent out by megumi not by show show was surprised when that's they show. true mm-hmm. um and that's something that wouldn't usually happen. So literally, Megumi had to twist the rules and ask, like, literally the most the the most busted player to go and defeat Show. And even then, he almost died if it wasn't for Joshua. So is like I honestly feel like I I love how competent Show is. 
Cho is just good at his job. Also, goddamn, he shouts math at me, and I love it. I love a punk <laughs> that shouts math at me. I love that shit because it shows that he's not dumb. He just he just doesn't care about what other people think. He's very smart, obviously. For him to do, for him to like to be able to create taboo noise and do all this stuff, he's obviously very intelligent, and he knows what he's doing. He just doesn't give a fuck <laughs> about anyone else and what they have to say. Like he doesn't care for tradition at all. Sitting in the chairs, this man's this then stands on the chairs in the dead de dead god pad. Missions every day, I don't care. I'm gonna send taboo noise after him. Who gives a shit about daily missions? Like he's just. <laughs> He, he doesn't give a damn about any tradition. He's just going to do what he wants to do. And he's incredibly good at it. Um, What else? Yeah, math. I, I, I swear to God, I loved, I loved the math. I love when he shouts math at me. It's the best shit ever. Because, because like, when he says Sakatoa, I actually knew what that meant and I popped off. Like, finally, math class finally has a use. And that use was to prepare <laughs> me for the lens with you. Math class, finally. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, it's also, also, that fight is hard. I love, I love him because that fight kicked my ass as a kid. Like, that was the wall for me in the game. I don't think I was stuck in, on K Konishi as long as I was stuck on that fight. You actually said, you said it right. It. Yay! Yay! Was, shut up. Shut up. Right. No! No! <laughs> like, honestly, like, that, that's why, so that's, so, like, so that slow has been engraved in my brain because of that fight. It's just, I love a boss that kicks my ass. Except for Zemnus. No, not Zemnus. Uh, what's that guy? <laughs> Fucking Demix. We just had a Demix. Kingdom Hearts episode. Except Stop. for Demix. It's just, I, I, sorry. I hate Demix <laughs> to Kingdom Hearts 2 fight. I'm never going to get over how much I hate that fight. Yeah, but, that's fair. Because, like, like, he kicked my ass, but, like, he wasn't gimmicky. He's just a really, really, really good Reaper. Like, it wasn't, like, the game didn't do anything cheap to make him difficult. They just jacked his. They just jacked his stats up. I'd argue that's cheap game design, but that's a whole other discussion. It's just like, <laughs> like he was. He's the perfect boss fight in that he's beatable, but he's just really hard. I just, I don't know. I love him. Um, also, just like, like, like half line, half human. Come on, man. The man does instant transmission. Come on, son. Like, how are you gonna argue with that? He's the sickest guy ever. I love show. I love show, and it makes me even happier that he's now in the new game. Cause like in the new game, like he's, I I can't wait to see like why he's doing what he does in the new game. Cause also he's a lot more reserved in Neo from what I've seen. For now, he's he's a lot he's a lot quieter. He's a lot like like sure he's still like he's still brash, and he's still very aggressive in the things he says. But like he seems to be like he, he seems just like again he's drifting off and doing his own thing. He's not really screaming as much. It's just, I, it's so interesting to see his character develop and grow. Yeah, I am really excited for Neo with Sho's character because I really, I I like Sho, but I cannot really get too attached to him because there there is not really a background story for him. And I really hope that they give him some type of arc uh, in Neo. I agree with you there. I do wish he had a backstory. I wish he had more of a backstory. Because I would Cause, love to know how he got into the game, for example. I yeah. would love to know. I want to know why uh, Hanekoma trusts him. I want to know that. I read this one, like, Twitter fanfic, and it had 
uh, show and Joshua, they were partners before um, Joshua became the composer. So it was their game. And the reason why show just hates Joshua so much is because uh, Joshua backstabbed show and became composer. I just thought it was an interesting take. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. How to... I don't know about that one. Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> um, but yes, let's get into instead uh, the end of this episode because that is everything that we have to talk about about this episode. Um. I we actually finished an episode on time. We finished Whoa. under two hours. Crazy. Um, I think uh, I do want to take a moment here before we end the podcast. Uh, honestly, I think from this is the point where if I could do a season two of the podcast, I would start it after this episode. I feel like honestly, like from this point on, it's going to be a, a whole new era of this podcast ends with you like i feel like everything's gonna be different i feel like the the, lay, the layout is gonna be too different the people aren't gonna be too different but we're gonna have so many different stuff to talk about there's gonna have to be a different way of us doing things there's so many cool and interesting new projects that you guys don't even don't know about that's coming towards the podcast um there is so much happening after this point and i hope you guys are all here for the ride because the way we're going to start it off on the uh, like our next episode is going to be the thirty first of thirty um, first of July. July, and that will be our non spoiler review of Neo. So anybody, everybody can watch that. And you can just hear our opinions about the game. There won't be any spoilers. It's it's there to give like people a breather and give them a chance to play the game before we start uh, talking a little bit more about the game. Uh, mark your calendars for the eighth of August. I'm not going to say why. March calendars for the 8th of <laughs> August. Just uh, trust me on this one. You you, you don't... You want to be available at the 8th of August. Um, but yeah, honestly, like, I'm... I have been telling these guys about it, but I'm... I'm excited and nervous about uh, After New Year comes out because we have such a wonderful new opportunity. We have so many new fans that are hopefully going to hop on board. And, uh... Basically, I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> is 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 the is the really honest um, opinion of it. However, I will soldier on. We will all soldier on. We will we will make this the best podcast op- possible for you and for any new fans that come on uh, after this point. So uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I think it's just it's it's worth like it's worth it's worth me just saying this and. Thank, thank you, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate all the support thus far. And uh, I look forward to hopefully you guys coming on and staying on for for after Nia comes on, because there will be uh, some really cool cookie stuff. When I first got together with my Neku, I couldn't have possibly thought that this podcast would ever get to the point where it is now. Mm-hmm. I agree. I I didn't think we'd ever get to to where the point where we are now, where people are just. Are really happy to see us when we, we ever get into discords and like we're getting tagged whenever like sometimes whenever there's big twi- uh, twi- um Twitters that are being tagged where are often seem to be on that list now. It's just seeing all that love. It just it means a lot to us. So we won't let you down. 
Um, and I hope you guys are are, are ready for that uh, as well. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any comments uh, to to add on that before I bring up the slate. The only real comments that I have and the short and sweet version come down to we would not be here if it was not for our community backing us. We wouldn't be wouldn't have this wonderful art. We wouldn't have you guys to talk to. We wouldn't have so many subjects to talk about. We wouldn't have a reason to scream. Yep. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you guys are here and supporting us and watching us every time we put up a video is very encouraging and very nice. And we hope that you guys enjoy season two when it starts. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, this is just um, just having this kind of outlet to just be able to scream about Twiwi and like having a community that's backed us up is just so surreal. It was like being in the community was one thing, but this podcast has opened up so much more conversation and has just grown the community in a way that I, I'm just so proud of. Yeah. I, I agree. It's 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 uh, it's astonishing. But yes, uh, look forward to more of this podcast. This podcast ends with you. First of thirty first of July. So the next episode will be filmed here on twitch.tv slash Amadeus underscore. And of course, that will be up on, uh, you know, all of the podcasting platforms that Monday, as always. Uh, also, also, uh, before we go. Uh, if you're still here and you care about this podcast and with you, we are releasing something tomorrow. Ooh, we have a new channel called Tapui Highlights on YouTube. I wonder what that will be for. Ho 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 ho! This is the reveal. Um, I will send in the link, or myself or one of the peeps here can send in the link for that in the chat. Um, there is one thing you're forgetting to do, Ahmed. What am I forgetting to do? Oh, no, 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 I, I, haven't, I, haven't I haven't forgotten, I haven't forgotten, I haven't forgotten, how could I forget, how could I forget, how could I forget about him? The thing I want to forget, don't be silly. Um, but yes, uh, tomorrow uh, on that channel, look out for our Twitters for that link, but uh, uh, my uh, myself and Neku's uh, reactions to the demo will be going out, and it's been edited down to 30 minutes, and it's, uh, it's a really fun video, edited by Skella Harpy, so yeah, please do check that out tomorrow. Um, on uh, <clears throat> the Tapui Highlights channel. Uh, but for now, I would like to, of course, thank our patrons uh, because they, the, like, they actually allow this to be possible. Like, we're the reason why we're able to look at upgrades and look at hiring people to improve shit for us is because of these guys' support. Uh, and those people are Willow Bun, Exelora, RSP, Zeta, Slow, Shin underscore Cogent, Dark Dudes, I'm Master Shipper. Uh, Christia Ventres. I'm so sorry. I keep messing that up every time I read it. I'm sorry, Christia. Uh, please do DM me and let me know how that's supposed to be pronounced. But I'm going to go with Ventresca. Uh, Christia Ventresca. Uh, and Kyle Turpy. Turpy. That's how that's pronounced. I have been corrected. Thank you very much, Kyle. And thank all of you for hanging out. All these wonderful people, of course, who are in our Discord. Um, the, this podcast ends with the Discord. Who can um, come come on down? Uh, of course, all patrons have a special channel where they can talk straight to us, but also hang out in the Discord as well. Who we have constant movie nights and a bunch of different fun stuff going there. I'm definitely rambling for too long, and now this episode might actually get to two to two hours. So, nah, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> uh, for now, 
uh, I think uh, thank you, Mai, obviously for joining as always. Mm -hmm. Of course. Thank you, Osmaneku, for being here. I appreciate both of you very Yay. much. Uh, thank you, Floral, our uh, artist, for doing all the avatars you saw b before you. And of course, thank you very much for watching. We'll see you again on the 31st of July here on Twitch and on Monday on YouTube and Spotify. It's Neo Toei time. Let's go! Have a good night, everybody! <laughs>